It's the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast from the man that brought you RickyStokesNews.com. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. Plain and simple with just the facts. Because if you know Ricky Stokes, you know he'll call hogwash when he sees it. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. And now, here is Ricky Stokes. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome in to the 26th edition of Ricky Stokes News podcast, I'm Calling You Out. Uh, today, I'm just going to discuss things. You know, each week you can't call them out because every once in a while when you're not looking, the folks in power will do something right that's not self for them. So it, there's nothing really been dramatic as far as that your politicians have done or not done because they had not really done much, but uh, there's nobody I'm really calling out. Uh, first off, I want to give a lot of thanks to Houston County Sheriff dispatchers, and I'm about emergency services, although some of them have urinated in my face lately. But I want to give a shout-out to two Houston County Sheriff dispatchers. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they got a t- uh, call, 911 call of an 8-year-old child with a lot of medical issues that was not breathing. They only had two dispatchers on duty with the Houston County Sheriff's Office in communications that morning. All right, so one dispatcher is tied up with that family, giving them life-saving instructions and CPR till emergency units got on the scene. The other dispatcher is rolling Taylor Volunteer Fire Department, Rehoboth Rescue, Pilcher's Ambulance, Taylor Police, and Houston County Sheriff's deputies to that residence to try to help save that eight-year-old child. At the same time, Ashford had a structure fire. Turned out to be a false alarm, or they had a structure fire that you still have to dispatch your firemen. And then Columbia had a medical emergency that they needed mutual aid with Dauphin. And then you had a Captain Ivy, Commissioner, Sergeant, Captain, whatever he is. Every morning he makes a traffic stop on his way in. And when he goes home for lunch, he makes a traffic stop. When he comes back, he makes a traffic stop. And when he goes home, he makes a traffic stop. He was on his morning traffic stop. And can you run this tag number? Can you run this license and stuff like that? And a couple other deputies was doing things. But one dispatcher was handling 17 volunteer fire departments, five EMS, all of the Houston County Sheriff's deputies on duty, and every municipal police department within this county, with the exception of Dothan Police and Dothan Fire, while the other one was tied up giving life-saving instructions trying to save an eight-year-old child. The emergency units got there on the scene. Uh, then that dispatcher was able to disconnect once the emergency services was on the scene. The child went in the ambulance, and about three Houston County Sheriff's deputies escorted that ambulance to the hospital. Because when you're fighting for somebody's life in the back, the last thing you need to do is stop, start, move over, red light, all that. They rushed as fast as they could to the hospital for that child. Unfortunately, the child died. Okay, the child had a lot of medical issues, and the child did not survive. But it was not because there was not every fighting chance and opportunity and resource this area had to offer to try to save that child, which your emergencies begin in the comm center, in the communications center, and there are only two people in there, and one of them, once they start giving life-saving instructions, is glued 100% to that caller, 100% to that one caller until emergency units are on the scene. And these two ladies in the Houston County Sheriff 911 Center did a fantastic 
fantastic job. A fantastic. Hats off. Great job. They did a superb job. And they, they gave that, you know, I, I tell the emergency responders, you don't make the final decision. All you can do is get in there with the training and the talents that God's given you and the tools and the resources and slug it out and fight it out as much as you can to save that life. But God makes that final decision, not you. And as long as you feel comfortable that you gave everything you had to save that person. And ladies and gentlemen, I've had the preacher called on me because I flipped out trying to get things changed on emergency response. And I believe in emergency response. I believe in the nearest medical units or emergency providers going to a call when they get the 911 call. That happened. Everything happened exactly like it was supposed to. They're just understaffed in the 911 center. But hats off, I wish I had both of their names, hats off to the two ladies. I did call Major Rafferty with the Sheriff's Office. I did call Sheriff Valenza to make them aware of it and uh, make them aware of the great job these two people did. And I want to make you the public. Dothan does a great job. All the comm centers do a great job. And you would be amazed about what all happens if you were able to see it and know what's going on. And, and I, I'm proud of it. I'm also proud I was a part of the 911 Center uh, being built, uh, changes of the 911 Center. I served as chairman of the 911 board uh, when I was on the board for a year. I, I, I was a, a part of a team to make the center better. Uh, the problem is I just want you to know that 911 controls the building. They don't control any people. Uh, the Dothan Police Chief runs the Dothan 911 Center. The Houston County Sheriff runs the County 911 Center. They need to be combined. I voted against the wall going up in between the two comm centers. There needs to be some changes if somebody will take some leadership and make some very positive changes. But those people, men and women in those 911 centers, do a good job. And for that little jerk named Ken Henderson Curtis, what happened at at the CAD, I was on the board when it was bought. It wasn't for Ricky Stokes. He didn't do anything for Ricky Stokes. So, Amos, if you would, go back and visit Ken and claw him again. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. And you can call Ricky out anytime at 334-790-1729. Or email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. And uh, if anybody's got Amos Newsom's number, I'll make his bond for free if he wants to do the claw again on King Curtis Anderson. Anyway, there's a lot I could say about that. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, I also want to bring up something about your attorney general uh, name, Steve. What's his, what's the attorney general's name, huh? Steve, yeah, Steve Marshall. That's his name. Uh, it's funny, uh, one thing that's not required for the attorney general in the state of Alabama is a law degree. But, uh, you know, he, uh, on this redistricting, it is Steve Marshall's fault, and I don't know that, y'all, that the people here has really realized it, but, you know, we lost our, our representation. There's no way that we're going to beat Mobile, Alabama, and get who we need as a representative in Washington. And Steve Marshall thought he was going to outdo and tell 
the uh, United States Supreme Court the final authority of what was going to happen on the redistricting, and they sucked their foot up his butt and in turn screwed us. So it's Steve Marshall's fault. He's running around wanting to, and trying to run for governor. In other words, he cannot run again for attorney general, okay? He's termed out. And at the end of this term, he's termed out, all right? So but it's his fault of what he was doing with the, with the courts and fighting the Supreme Court on the redistricting that has screwed us. Barry Moore, who is uh, in Washington State Representative, uh, Barry Moore is going to have to move to Mobile and get some connections to get elected again. And he's our representative, and he has just neutered our who we're going to have in Washington and this part of the state of Alabama is really just going to be a illegitimate child now. And Steve Marshall is to blame. So I just want you to know that hundred percent, it can be proven he's to blame. And he was just a blooming idiot that has now screwed the people of this part of the state of Alabama and what representation we'll have in Washington, DC. We already have a, I guess it's it's only against the law if you threaten the president, right? You can call him a blooming idiot. That's not against the law. But the blooming idiot that we have that's the president of the United States of America, that's a shame. And all this on Donald Trump, and I'm not one of these tutors of Donald Trump, but at least he did something. He didn't just run his cotton-picking mouth and all these court stuff. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it kind of reminds me a little bit, you know, uh, Harry Ann Smith endorsed Bobby Bright, who is a Democrat uh, for, uh, I think it was U.S. representative. And the Republicans kicked her out of the Republican Party and spent uh, eight or ten million dollars in two elections trying to beat her and put her under indictment in two federal trials and never could beat Harry Ann Smith. But they kicked her out because she endorsed a Democrat. And how dare you endorse a Democrat? Well, then we come along, and then Doug, John, Doug Jones and uh, Roy Moore are running against each other. And Roy Moore is the Republican nominee. And amazingly, Doug Jones gets elected. Now, ladies and gentlemen, these Republicans went and elected Doug Jones because they did not like Roy Moore. And the biggest thing against Roy Moore was because he stood for the Ten Commandments. All those politicians, Republicans that are in church on Sunday and raising their hand, and I'm a saint because I'm in church and I kiss the preacher every Sunday, turned around and voted for Doug Jones. And the biggest thing against Roy Moore was the Ten Commandments, okay? So, uh, you're talking about double talking, but that's a politician for you. But they elected a Democrat and did it quietly, but they kicked Harry Ann Smith out of the Republican Party because she publicly, she had backbone where the other Republicans were spineless wimps, okay? Jellyfish. They didn't have the backbone to stand up and tell the truth about what they were going to do or what they were doing. And then... The next election, they beat Doug Jones and sent him home, and they got him a Republican that could win. But uh, Steve Marshall has messed us up in this part of the state of Alabama. And if you don't believe me, check it out and and look and see. And he wants to be your governor. I have no use for him. I think I think he needs to go. Okay, bottom line. So.
That's my opinion, and I'm standing by You're welcome to your opinion. If you want to come on on guest on Ricky Stokes News Podcast, you're welcome to come on as a guest. If you want to do one of the podcasts without me, you can come in here and you can do it without me and talk about what you want. And you can say what you want about me. I don't care what you say. There's only a couple things that's off limits about me. It's my wife, my three children, and my two grandchildren. Outside of that, I don't care what you say about me, okay? Just get my name right. It's Ricky Stokes. Ricky Stokes. Outside of that, say what you want to about me. I do not care. All right? Law enforcement did a great job this week, unfortunately, and I witnessed them, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, I was there right behind what took place. I'm talking about seconds behind what took place. But yesterday in Heaven, Alabama, law enforcement officers had to deploy deadly physical force. Okay, a stolen car out of North Carolina who came through Eufaula, Alabama, that was running 115 to 130 miles an hour, came into Abbeville, Alabama, and Henry County Sheriff's Office and Abbeville Police Department deployed spikes, and the person at 115 miles an hour went into the median to avoid the spikes and back on the highway and came into Headland, and when he got to uh, 22, Highway 22 or Cannon Road 22, he started going south in the northbound lane. You understand that? You going towards Headland, he was going towards Dothan in your lane of traffic. He wrecked and hit the ditch and was trying to come out of the ditch, and reports are he brandished a firearm and forced the officers to use deadly physical force. Those officers were sick. They were sick, okay? They hated what they did, and all these anti-police, anti-law enforcement people and uh, that, that criticize law enforcement, if you could have seen those officers, not because they were questioning what they had to do, it was because they did what they had to do. But when you brandish a weapon at officers and you've just been in a chase 115 to 130 miles an hour and on the wrong side of the road and endangering people i've been to a wreck where a guy was running from the police and on the wrong side of the road and hit and killed a man right there on ross clark circle and columbia highway okay it's not it's it's a tragic situation and it's tragic for the officers who had to use deadly physical force this man caused his own action he put himself in that situation and he caused it to happen and these officers have to live with it for the rest of their life so please pray for these law enforcement officers in henry county uh because it it was obvious of the emotion they were holding it together but it was obvious they hated what they had to do and Sheriff Blankenship and Chief Jones and them and did a good job of managing it. And uh, it was just a terrible situation. But hats off to those officers. And there were multiple agencies that responded up there. There were spike strips being set up and set up in the median because the guy had already showed what he did of going in the ditch at 115 miles an hour. Uh, but it was a dangerous situation. And fortunately, that this man's choice of what he did that did not cost the life of a police officer, law enforcement officer, or a citizen. Uh, it only cost him his life, and you don't point a gun at a cop, uh, period. Okay? I don't know if shots was fired from him or not, but you don't point a gun at a cop. Uh, it's, they're doing a job, 
and they don't get up in the morning and go, am I going to get to shoot somebody? They don't. These officers was visibly shaken and visibly sick. And I want to tell you something. They were not the only ones. The dispatchers that were managing the chase were sick on their stomach too, and they were not even out in the field of what happened, and they tried. So prayers out. Thank you to all the officers and dispatchers that are working to save lives of people. For Ricky Stokes News, this is Ricky Stokes. Find Ricky on his website at rickystokesnews.com, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. You can also email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com or text Ricky anytime at 334-790-1729. And tune in next time for the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, or TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. Podcast. Hogwash.